Now, I want to, uh, you know, before I get before I get into this, you know, I, I feel that there's something very important to, to address even at the very beginning. Uh, you know, Pastor Moran and I are going to be preaching a series called Empowered, probably leading right into Easter. And uh, we're real excited about the, the word that the Lord's given us, just even coming out of Dr. Morocco's sermon, Empowered to Serve. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll be touching base on that throughout that time. But I tell you what, why don't I get everybody just to move in one section? That would be that would be a big help. Can you guys do that? Maybe, how, wherever you guys want to go, it doesn't matter. Wherever the Holy Zane, wherever the Holy Spirit leads you. You lost, so you got to move. Praise the Lord. Now, it's, this is good. But as we, uh, as we get into this series, I, I, I'm excited about what the Lord's going to do. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about the position. See, this looks a lot better. I'm excited about the position where God is positioning, and, uh, positioning us as a body. And, uh, but before I do that, you know, one of the things I want to I touch base on, in Genesis 3.1, it says, Now the serpent, I that he was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Genesis 3, chapter 1, the, the serpent was more subtle. So even before I begin to talk about and before I get into being empowered, I want you to recognize, hey, there is an enemy. But one, one of the things that I want to tell you about the enemy is that though yet it may be crafty, it may be subtle. That word subtle means like, uh, you, you know, cantankerous. That word, that word subtle means trickery is what that word means. It means trickier, trick, trickery. And so the enemy, the devil, the, the enemy, the Bible says he's like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That's what the Bible says, a roaring lion. But, you know, the only thing a lion does is roars. It, it doesn't have any authority over you. It doesn't have any, uh, you know, it doesn't take any possession of you. Oftentimes that roaring line is just over there roaring. It doesn't mean that he's attacked you or anything like that. He's roaring. He's making a lot of noise. But that word subtle, that word, even just that word right there, that subtle is, is the craftiness and, and is the trickery of the enemy. And I want you to understand that as we talk about being empowered, the enemy, the enemy will try to throw things at you to pull you off course. Throughout your whole, whole life. That, that will never cease you know, until we go to heaven. But I want you to understand that we have authority. That when the, when the enemy tries to throw things at you, that might be some, some form of uh, you, you know, a trick. Uh, you know, you know, I think it was David Oedepo calls him a trickster. The enemy is just a trickster. But we have authority over the enemy. Over the enemy. Amen. So it's important that you understand that. You know, we should be vigilant. You know, uh, you know, at least Satan get, get an advantage on us. That's 2 Corinthians 2.11. 2 we, we, sh we should be, you know, we don't want to give the enemy ever a foothold. Right? We don't want to allow the enemy to take, to take foothold in anything that we do. So it's important that we, we understand that we're not going to allow the enemy to take advantage of us at any step of the way. Amen? And so, you know, and like I said, he goes around, 1 Peter 5, 8, he goes around like a lion, seeking whom he may devour. You know, I, I get this picture in my head when I see that scripture of a little lion, a little baby lion sitting there going, rawr, rawr. You know, you know, not, you know, we think about, because I know that the enemy is under me. I know that the enemy has no right, has no authority over me. But the one thing that you, that you, that I want you to understand, to be empowered by God, 
You have to understand that you have authority over the enemy. And as we get into this, man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun because, you, you know, every, every believer is empowered by God. You know, Acts chapter 1-8, I want, I want you to go ahead and take your Bibles, and I want you to go there real quick. And I read that scripture already. But I want you guys, because this is going to be throughout the course of... Um, Throughout the course of these next four or five, six weeks, this is going to be a scripture that I, I want you to remember. I want you to get into, get into your spirit. I, I want you to be able to say, hey, I'm a born-again believer, and I walk in power. I walk in the authority of Jesus Christ. I walk in the power. Because, see, that's what Jesus Christ said. Hey, I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you power. And one thing that I, I, I don't want to see, I, I don't want to see us ever become a powerless church. Amen? I don't... I, you know, I, I, I believe in miracles. Amen. Has anybody ever seen a miracle? Have you seen God do it? Yes, yeah, see, see, I have too. And so once I've seen that, I, I know God's power is real. Have you ever seen anybody get healed? Do you ever know anybody get healed? I have. So I, you know, so I know God's power is real. I know that God's power is available to believers. I, I, you know, Ronald, even tonight when I prayed, I believe the power of God can move in your situation. Amen? That things can get turned around. I believe that even when we were in here today at 10 o'clock in the morning and we were praying for the ones, the Reach One campaign, I know that God can move in power as we were praying for those people. Because God does that. But you know what? You know who He needs to, 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 to help and to do this? He needs us. So if we can get this picture of what it means to be empowered, we have to realize that we're the ones that God's calling. We're the ones that God's saying, okay, hey, I'm looking for someone to step up to the plate. I'm looking for someone that says yeah, yes to me. I'm looking for someone that, 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 that just is full of faith, amen, full of faith, ready to rock and roll in the Holy Ghost, and, and, and just do and be what God has called you to be, amen. Acts chapter 1-8, let's look at this real quick. It says, and I already quoted this scripture, but it says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Let me ask you, is Fairmont, West Virginia to the ends of the earth? Is it, is it, on, the plan, is it on planet earth? Amen. So I thought when I left West Virginia and went to Hawaii, went to Hana, Hawaii, that was the ends of the earth. Because we were 6,000 miles from, from West Virginia, 6,500, 7,000 miles. I, I thought that was the ends of the earth. And so this scripture began to resonate with me. It, because, you know, God is sending people. God, God is empowering people to do the impossible. He, he has always been in the business to do the impossible. And he, you know, just like you guys that have come from Hawaii to here, it's, it's what gives you power. You know, it's the power of God, you, you know, that covers you. It's the power of God that moves in your life. It's the power of God that says, hey, my life isn't going to look the same. My life is advancing. My life is going this direction and not this direction. So you have to understand, aren't you empowered? I'm empowered, and I'm, I'm, charged, I'm charged by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's, let, let's just flip it over. Let's go to Acts chapter 2. I don't want to leave this out. Because there, there are a few things tonight that, I, that I, want, I just want to touch on tonight because I want to begin to get, I want to give you the framework for this, this whole series of, of being empowered. Because one of the things that I realized that if we're going to be empowered, as I'm sorry, I don't mean to spit all over the place, I just, I'm excited about this tonight. But if we're going to be empowered as a believer, the one thing that I want to tell you is that we have to be freed up in our mind. 
We have to be freed up in our mind to be empowered by God. Because, see, that's where the enemy will want to come at us. That's where he'll want to, he'll want to attack us in our mind. He'll want, to, he'll want to just create some kind of doubt. Some kind of, you know, it, that's, his, that's that trickery. That the enemy wants to, well, you know, they, just, they didn't include me this time. Or, well, you know, I, I have this going on or I have that going on. Or, you know, you know we were fighting before service. And, you know, it, it, and then, it, then it'll throw you off. You ever just have something throw you off for a week? Amen? Some, yeah, some of you guys are nodding your head. How about a day? Yeah, so, so you've, you've, you've been thrown off for a week where, man, I've got I to gotta pull myself back together. I've got to be empowered by God. I've got to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Acts chapter 2 because I, I, wanna, I want you guys to see this because this is so important. This was, this was what Jesus Christ was talking about. He said, listen, in, in uh, John... Let me just read this real quick. In John 14, you don't have to go there, but there are going to be key things that you're going to hear throughout this series. I want it to resonate with you. I want you to leave filled up full of power. Every time you come into service, every time you wake up in the morning, that, hey, I'm 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 not a powerless Christian. God has given me power. Amen? I'm in, you know, and even Dr. Morocco's word, I'm empowered, empowered to serve. What a word. What a word for the church, that we're empowered to serve. John 14, 15, listen to this real quick. It says, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. So this power that Jesus Christ is talking about is the Holy Spirit. He will now abide with you forever. I'm sending this to you. You know, you go in chapter in Luke, and he says, look, you know, tarry in Jerusalem. There's something coming that, 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 that's going to be a part of your life. It's the infilling. It's the Holy Spirit. And, so, and that's what they were doing in the upper room. When, when, you know, <laughs> tarry in Jerusalem. You're going to be filled. You're going to be endued. You're going to be filled with power. And so we got to understand that, man, there, there's, a real, there's a real power source with God. You know, and it, you know, I remember the one sermon I preached one time and I don't have it but but you know, just as an example that didn't make a loud noise, but but this Zane's like, "Oh, what are you doing on my piano?" But see, this this piano needs a power source. You you guys get it? We as believers need a power source too. If we don't have a power source, we we we, we you know, we don't function. You can function, but you can function at a low level. But when you have the power of God living inside of you, and you can begin to recognize, hey, this is real. This power inside me, it's not something that's asleep. It's not something that's just sitting in storage. But it's something that I can access. It's something that I can take. It's something that I can move in and do something with. And see, that's, that was the promise. That was, which one, Zane, that one? We didn't blow anything up. Amen. So praise God. But, but you have to understand, we've got to be connected to the power source. We've got to be connected to the power source. And you know, this, in John 14, it says, you know, 15, it says, He may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth. So you have to understand that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. He's going to guide you into truth. What is truth? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. That's a truth that we as Christians should know. That's, that's a truth that we need to share with people. There's only one way to heaven. There is no other way to heaven. Allah, Buddha, uh, Hare Krishna. There, there is no other way to heaven except through Jesus Christ. So we never compromise that truth because, see, that is truth. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
And it, it just goes on to say, and it says, Whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you know Him. So we know the Holy Spirit. We know the Holy Spirit, that, the Holy Spirit that dwells in us because that's what brings about truth. That's what brings about conviction. That's what brings us to an altar to say, Hey, I need prayer. I, I really need prayer. I, I need help in this area. Someone, you know, I, I, you know, someone pray for me. I need help. I need help. With, I, need, I need direction in this area. So I, I need prayer. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit moving people. That's why, we, that's why we have an altar. That's why we say, does anybody need prayer? We take this thing very serious. You know, we're laying on hands, we, we take this thing very serious. Because we know there is a level of, there's a level of impartation. We know that God answers prayer. And that power, that power that lives in us, amen, is, 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 God, is God's power. So it, it's, it's important that we understand. And you know, the one thing about that power, it, it, it wants to come out. You, you know, that piano, it needs to be played. Those speakers, they need to be heard. We didn't buy them for them to sit over there and just go, mm. we didn't buy them for that. So you understand that everything needs... <laughs> Everything needs a connection. And see, the born-again believer, you need a connection. You need a connection, and that connection is the power of God. And when we get that, and when we begin to understand it, man, that's when things ramp up. That's when things change. That's when we start seeing souls by the thousands come in. Because we all begin to just attach ourselves to the power of God. One does this, one does that, one does that. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about throughout this series. We're going to talk about the different parts that people play. The different parts of the body of Christ. The different part, you know, because, you know, there, there are some people that, you know, that, you know, hey, I'm not called to, to you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous. You know, we're all called to minister. Amen? The, the reconciliation, reconciliation ministry. So we're, we're all called to minister at, at, at some level. You know, I had somebody say, well, you know, I'm too old to go out on the streets. I just don't walk. Can you drive a car? You can be the you can be the, the getaway car. Amen. <laughs> you can be the one that drives the car. You know, when we're in the anyway. You can be the driver. You know, we'll cover four blocks and you pick us up. Amen. So see, there there is the power of God living in people that we all can play a part. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's go to Acts chapter two. It says, On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly. Everybody say suddenly. I love the suddenlies of Acts. Everywhere you see the word suddenly in Acts, it should, it should ramp you up. Because you know what? Something was getting ready to happen. When you seen the word suddenly, something was getting ready to happen. Suddenly. This, boom, something happened. Suddenly. Suddenly. I, lo I love that. I love the suddenlies of Acts. I preached a sermon one time on the suddenlies, the suddenlies of, the, of the word. I got so excited, I lost my part already. It says, There was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability. And at that time, they were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem where they heard the loud noise. Everyone came running, and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken of by the believers. They were completely amazed. How can this be, they explained. These people are all from Galilee, and yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages. Hallelujah. Let me skip down. Verse 12. They stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other. 
But others in the crowd ridiculed them, saying, They're just drunk. They're just drunk. Can I tell you that when sometimes things get a little radical with Jesus, sometimes things get a little, uh, a little maybe not what we're used to, not so traditional, you know, people are going to mock that and they're going to say, well, they're just, they're just this. They're just that. They're, you, know, and, and, you know, this has been going on for some time. This is not something new under the sun. You know, it's just like, you know, it's like what we've been talking about, praise, raising your hands in church. Some people, I can't believe they raise their hands in church. Why would they raise their hands in church? Well, that doesn't make any sense to me. It makes sense to me because we, we, we honor God. We serve God. Amen. I'm raising my hands not to my wife, not to the congregation, but to God because I love him. I worship him. That can, that can perplex somebody's mind. That, well, I don't know why they would do that. Well, we do it because it's our adoration. It's our worship before the Lord. Amen. Praise God. And watch this. Peter says, Peter stepped forward with the 11 other apostles and shouted to the crowd. And he said... When I see this, I always think about how Peter said this. It wasn't like, well, listen, guys. You know, listen. He just got filled with power. Do you understand? It's like that piano. When, I, when you plug it in, you expect to hear some, some beautiful noise. So Peter, full of the power now of the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Ghost, he says, listen carefully, all of you fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. He wasn't like, you know, well, you know, he wasn't, this wasn't some soft-hearted thing he was saying. He said, make no mistake about, these people are not drunk as some of you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. It's much too early to be drunk on alcohol at nine o'clock in the morning. So it goes on, he says, now what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. He said, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those last days, hallelujah, I will pour out my spirit on every servant, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. They will, you get that, they will prophesy. You know what? You got a mountain. You got to speak to that mountain. You know why? Because this promise has been fulfilled. This promise was given to you, was given to me. And that day, that day of Pentecost, this was fulfilled. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit was given to the church. Guess what? We have it. It's not something that we don't have now. We don't, you know, we have access to God, the Father. We have access to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Isn't that amazing? I, I get excited. That charges me up as a believer because I, I realize more now, that more now than ever, 15, 10 years now we've been in ministry, I need the Holy Spirit more in my life, in operation in my life than I ever have, than, than I ever did. I need the Holy Spirit. I need discernment. I need the gifts of the Spirit to flow through me more now than I ever have. Amen? Because I, I, want, I, want the, I want to see the demonstration and power of God. You know, not only in my own life, but God, please hear me, in your, in your life. Because when you start moving and you start flowing where God wants you with the power of God, the very power that He's given you, man, you, you've answered the call. You've, you've now moved into another realm where God will promote you. He will elevate you. He will move you. He will advance you. He will take you higher. When, when you have settled in your heart, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm connected to the power source. You guys are here tonight. Praise God. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you guys are here tonight. Praise Jesus. Because you know what you're doing is you're connecting to the power source. You're hearing the Word of God. You're hearing the preaching of the Word. The Bible says faith come by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. So tonight you're getting, a, you're getting impartation of faith. It's faith. It's, you're getting something on the inside of you. Amen? And then, you know, what you do is when you get that in you, you do something with it. 
And that's where this series is going to go. We're going to empower. We're going to see God's people empowered. Amen. Don't you want to be? I, I want to be more empowered. Amen. Don't you? Yeah. Amen. Thank one of you. Anybody else? Yeah. Amen. We've got a few others. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Man, I, I, I just love this. Verse 19, it says, And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become darkened and the moon will turn blood red. You remember that night in Hana? We watched the blood moon turn red. Man, I'll, I'll never forget that. I mean, I got an awesome picture of where the, where the, where the moon went red off of up, up, up on the mountain where we're up at the cross. And, you know, because I had that one camera that got a really good picture of that. I have it somewhere, but I got to pull that thing out. But as the, uh, as, as, that, as the moon turned red, of course, you know, we, you know, I, anyway, not even to get into that night, but, but this is prophetic, guys. This is, this is prophetic. This is very much prophetic about the word of the Lord for the church, the Holy Spirit being poured out. You know, that, that you know, even people, they, they, don't, they don't understand the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. What took place here? And men want us to tap into this because if, if we will and if we do, it will carry us. It will move us. It will, you know, we, we can go further faster, amen, when we get revelation of the Word of God. We can go further faster when we establish these things in our heart that, that, that the Word of God is true. The Word of God is true. The Word of you know, test the Word tonight. Go back. Even, even the preaching of the Word tonight, test the Word in your own life. Test the, test the word in your own life. I want you to grab a hold of this promise from God, the Holy Spirit. I want you to walk in power, the fullness of power in your own life. Hallelujah. Verse 21, and I, but everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, will be saved, shall be saved. People of Israel, listen. <laughs> you know, he's screaming this. I, I, I know that he is. God publicly endorsed Jesus as Nazarene by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you all well know. But God knew what would happen, and he has prearranged a plan we carried out, out when Jesus was betrayed with the help of the lawless Gentiles. You nailed him to the cross and you killed him, but God released him for the horrors of death and raised him back to life, for death could not keep, his, keep a grip on him. King David said, This this about him, I see the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for, his, for, his right for he's right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and my tongue shouts his praises. My body rests in hope, for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You have shown me the way of life, and you will fill me with the joy of your presence. Dear brothers, think about this. You can be sure that the patriarch David was referring to himself, for he had died and he was buried, and he was in a tomb, all, all, all here among him. But he was a prophet, and we know God had promised him with an oath that one of David's own descendants would sit on the throne. David was looking into the future and speaking of the Messiah's resurrection. He was saying that God would not leave him among the dead or allow his body to rot in the grave. God raised Jesus from the dead. I'm telling you, God raised Jesus from the dead. And we, we are all his witnesses of this. Now he exalted to the place of the highest honor in heaven at God's right hand. And the Father, as he was promised, gave him the Holy Spirit to pour out upon us. Just as you see here today, for David himself never ascended into heaven. So David wasn't talking about himself. Yet he said, the Lord said to my Lord... 
Set in the place of honor at my right hand until I humbly I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus, whom you've, whom you've crucified, to be both the Lord and the Messiah. Peter's words pierced the hearts, and they said to him, and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins, turn to God, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is to you, to your children, and those far away. That's us. Everybody say, that's me. That's me. This promise is to you. Yes. To those far away. Yes. To those far away. To those far away. Now, I, I, I want... Uh, let me just finish it out. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging all his listeners, save yourself from, the crook, from this crooked generation. Those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, 3,000 and all. Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. 3,000 in one day. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all. And the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met at home for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God, enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. This promise is for us, the church, the believer. The believer. This promise is for us. So, to, so, so tonight, I, I, I want you to see this. Because I, I want you to, to first of all, you, you, have to un, you have to get your mind around this. And, you know, one of the things that you know, I, I want to I say to you guys is because, you know, and I want to I be slow tonight in this and talking about it because I feel like sometimes we don't get our mind wrapped around, like e even, what, even what just took place. You know, that, that the Holy Spirit was the promise. We, we get that. We get, we, get the, we get the power of God. We, 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 I'm not saying we get it. We, we hear about it, and we see it, and we see all the miraculous signs, and we see the wonders, and we see all this, all, all this stuff, and we think, man, that's great. That's awesome. That's awesome that all that stuff happened back then. But I want to tell you that these miraculous signs and wonders and these things have been going on since this time. Not everything's recorded. We know that. Amen? Not everything that, that we've seen God do is recorded. We can testify of God's miraculous miracles. We can testify of God's healing and, and, and his salvations and the number of people that have been one to God. But I want you to understand that we have to do something in this. We have to get our minds wrapped around it. And that was one of the things about Peter. You know, when Peter began to talk to the people, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. And he began to talk to the people because not now, now he was enabled by the Holy Spirit, but he had, he had some explaining to do explaining to do he had he had to be able to explain what was taking place and oftentimes you know I, I want to say this because I don't want us to get too spiritual that we can't explain people what this power is and how we're empowered as a group of believers how we're empowered as believers 
Because, see, it's the power of God that lives in me that, that, you know, that sometimes will make me, you know, even today I was going and I was standing in line at, at um, Price Cutters, and I was sitting there checking out, and I look back, and this, this lady has got a big bag of pepperoni rolls. I thought, man, them look good. And, and I, you know, just pay for pepperoni rolls. And I, you know, I said, just put your pepperoni rolls up or I'm going to play for you. Uh, I'm going to pay for that. You know, and it's like these things don't, you know, it's the Holy Spirit. I, you know, I use it as a small example, but it, it's the Holy Spirit. That quickened me to do that. And it's like, you know, when we don't, when we don't ignore the Holy Spirit, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying this to boast or anything like that. I'm using it as one of the smallest examples. You know, when we don't, you know, anyway, I paid for the pepperoni roll. And you know what happened was it started a conversation between me and a cashier. I'm not looking for that. You know, I just, you know, just put that up there. I'm minding my own business. She was like, man, when people do that, that just, that just blesses me. You know, okay, she opened the door. She, she said the word bless. So, you know what I mean? So, you, you, see, you see how, well, you know, hey, I, she said, you know, that's really awesome when people bless other people. And I said, you go to church? She said, yeah, I, I go to church. I said, well, you know, are you in school? She's like, yeah, I'm a college student here. I go back to Clay County. I'm not here that much. I said, you know, listen, we got a church right down the road. So, it opened up the door. You see? You see, that's, that's the power of God. That, that, that lives in us, that we grow sensitive to the things of God, that we grow sensitive that God wants to, you know, that power that's in us, you know what, it's got it's to want to come out. I remember one time we were fasting, and uh, we, we were in Hana. I remember fasting, we were in prayer and fasting, a time of prayer and fasting, and I looked up, and I remember you, had, you were gone. You were out of the church. I was like, is anybody taking killer? Where'd he go? And, uh, and it was like, because even, even in prayer and fasting, I'm kind of taking a bunny, hot bunny trail here real quick, but even in prayer and fasting, one of the things you have to understand, there's power that's built up. And it's not like you don't have to wait 21 days to, for that power to be released. And he got revelation of that because the, the Lord had spoken to him. You need to go to so-and-so's house, pray for them. And that's what he did. He's like, man, I had to, like he was burning up inside. He had to leave that, even at that moment in church, leave the church because there was that power source, which was the Holy Spirit, told him to go to someone's house and pray for them. He went, they got saved, right? Yeah, well, tell everybody real quick. So, you know, I had, a, I had an encounter with this guy. He was at a, at a party. Of course, uh, I was with uh, Pastor Lee Howe. I was doing sound. And, you know, of course, we sober. We, we already born again believers. But that guy was all drunk, and I had this bright, like, 5,000 lumen headlight. And we were just shining it, and all of a sudden, it, by mistake, it, sh it shined into his eye. And he blew up. He wanted, he wanted to fight and everything. And he even came here, his body was halfway in the passenger window of, of uh, Pastor Lee House truck. And, and he was like, cousin, you know what you do? Just roll the window up, and we drive off. <laughs> I said, no, we cannot do that. that that'll be bad, because he would have been dragging on the ground half of his body. So anyway, you know, but I knew there was, there was like a difference be, came between me and him from that moment. It's like every time I see him, you get you, like something like he feels off inside of your spirit. So I was like, man, I got to get this thing out. And on that 21 day fasting and praying, the Lord said, go to, to, go to his house, make it right with him. And you know what is so crazy? He was so drunk, not of the drunk that he's talking about in the Bible. He was drunk <laughs> of, the, of the early wine. And he was so drunk that he completely forgot what went on. But I didn't forget, and the Lord didn't surely forget too. But he sent me to his house. I prayed for him. He ended up getting saved, and we made, we made forgiveness with each other. That was, that's, that's what I mean. He's talking about the power, right? Yeah, the power, that's the power of God. I mean, that, you, know, you know, get this though, because see, this power, 
that's inside of us, it can move us to a place of forgiveness. Amen. Isn't that awesome? That, that it can move us to where we're not offended. This power that lives inside of it. You know, we, we think about all the, the power of God. We think about like, well, the power of gifts. And we're going to go see miracles and signs. and No, 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 no. The power of God can release you. Uh, it, it, it can get devils that running around in your head all the time. That power, you can be released from that. This power is for everything. It's not, I mean, like I said, we, we, we think it's all, well, yeah, we're going to see all this wonderful stuff and the fire of God. And yes, I love all that. That's great. But you know what? The, the, the fire of God or the power of God could bring us to a place of repentance or forgiveness or offense and, and, and completely change your life. That's the power of God. Amen? Amen. Let's, let's, I'm gonna, let's keep moving here. Praise God. This is, this is good. Let's go to, I want, you, I want you to see, let's go to 2 Timothy real quick, chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Because I, I want to get into, the, to, even just to, to cover the main point tonight. Because this is going to be fun. This whole series is going to be fun. For, uh, 2 Timothy 1. Verses 6 and uh, 7. <clears throat> it says, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You know, Romans 12, 2 talks about being transformed by the renewing of what? The mind. The mind. The mind. So we have to understand that even, even on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit come upon Peter, you know what Peter had to do? He had to begin to exercise his mind. He had to begin to be, he had to think. He had to think. Oh, I'm telling you, like, we get revelation of just that, that we have to think. You know, God, God gives us a mind to think. Oh my. We get revelation like, like, to really think. Do you know that you have the power to think? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Everything we do, everything we do, listen, everything we do as a believer has to filter through our mind. Do I go to church? Do I not go to church? Well, it's Sunday night, you know, the, 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 one, the special's coming on tonight, you know, that I've been wanting to watch for six years, and I probably just want to stay home and, you know, just hang back tonight, you know. I'm feeling a little tired, I'm feeling this. You know, it, it's, 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 it's the mind. It's the mind. You, you know, you have to understand it's, it's, it's a matter of thinking a lot of times with the Holy Spirit. You know, and I know Pastor Miranda said this a few weeks ago, even when we were talking about praying in the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but even praying in the Holy Spirit. Don't just pray with empty tongues. Don't just pray with empty tongues. You, you, got, to, you got to move your mind to where you're thinking. You know, I, oftentimes I'll begin to think about things before I, before I pray in the Holy Spirit because I want an answer. I, I, I'm looking for an answer. Or I'll pray in the Holy Spirit and, and I'm, expect, you know, I'm expecting an answer. You, I'm engaging my spirit. God, he, he come, you know, that's how we communicate with God. Amen. Jude one twenty. you know, be built up in the most, most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Ghost, at, you know, at, at all times. You know, pray in the Holy Spirit. Yes, pray in the Holy Spirit. But engage your spirit so that your mind can begin to be fruitful. And that's what Peter did in Acts. The Holy Spirit come upon him. He spoke in tongues. You know, and th then he had, he had to explain it to people. He had to use his mind to be able to look. You know, the wonderful thing about Peter, he knew the Word of God. Because what did he, what did he remind them of? 
This is what was spoken of by the prophet Joel. You want to know how important the Word of God is? It's, it's so important. Because, you know, when you're, you know, it's like when I pray in the Holy Spirit, God will bring a scripture to my mind. Yeah? You guys know what I mean? Sometimes you'll, you know, I might not even have the full understanding of the scripture, but boom, that's, that scripture's there. I might not be able to quote all the these and the does and all that, but then God, he begins, to, he begins to give me that word or that scripture around that word. You guys still with me? Amen. Amen. You know, there, there's a rich deposit that needs to find expression in your life. There's, there's a rich deposit and when you, when you begin to find that, you know, that, that expression, that, that, that rich deposit that, that, that's in us, that, that rich deposit of the Holy Spirit that, 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 that now is in us. You know, ha, you know we, I'm telling you, it's why, why it's so important to think. It's why it's so important to use your mind. It's, it's, it's the one thing sometimes we, we just we get absent of. We don't have to think about anything. God will do it. No. He's going to give you the action steps. He's going to give you the steps. So, you know, when we talk about being empowered, empowered by the Holy Spirit, empowered by God, it's oftentimes Him showing us how to get there. And I'm telling you, like I said, we, we get revelation. In this. We'll, we'll, I'm telling you, we'll advance. And I promise you, everybody in here, if you, get, if you grab a hold of this revelation, not that you, maybe some of you are already walking there, but if we walk at a fuller level of this and we get the understanding of this, I'm telling you, even in six weeks, six months, your life can look completely different. Because now you've taken what the Holy Spirit has deposited in you and you now are, you now are being able to think clearly. You're now being able to, to nail down what God's actually saying. You know, wouldn't it be great to wake up tomorrow and the Holy Spirit speak to you and say, do this, and you say, okay. Oh, do, okay. Rather than be like, well, you know, I don't want to do that. I don't know. You know, is my wife mad at me? Is my kids mad at me? Is something's... Because that, that's how people can be. That, but see, that's not, God's not a God of confusion. Go back to the very beginning. What, who, who is the enemy? There's a devil. He, he, you know, all that trickery, all that craftiness. He wants to throw you into a tailspin every morning you get up. To, for you to, be, uh, to get in your head. It's like a, it's like a, a, a mice on a wheel. Just running. That, and I'm telling you, if you don't stop that in your life, it will run continually. That's why you got to be built. You know, pray in the Holy Ghost, yes. But when God begins to speak to your mind in what to do, do it. Because you know what God might do? He might say, read the word. There's a revelation. I'm telling you, like, you know, it's, God, he's never made this difficult. You know, go, go spend 10 minutes in the word. Read the word. Grab a hold of my promises in the word. You know, read this scripture. Meditate upon this. You know, and he may say, go bless somebody. Go lead somebody to the Lord. You know, one, the one day I was here... I was just like, I was disturbed. I couldn't explain it, but in my, my mind, my mind wasn't settled. And I looked at Miranda. I don't even know if she remembers. I said, I'm, I'm going to be back. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go pray for people. <laughs> I just left. I just left. And, you know, I drove around Fairmont, and I looked for four or five people and wasn't seeing anybody. And then I drove under the bridge. And three people were walking down off the steps. And, and, I, and I just I stopped, and I said, hey, guys. And they were like, you know, everybody's reaching around for something because they, they don't know if I'm there to sell drugs, buy drugs, or whatever, or bust them. I said, hey, guys, I just, you know, I just want, said, God loves you guys, man. Yeah, bro, I know, I know, yeah, yes, yeah, I'm a Christian. I, okay, 
You know, people tell you all kinds of stuff. You know, how do you know you're Christian? Well, I used to go to church. My, you know, you get that. My papa, my, my papa was a preacher. That doesn't make you a Christian. Because your uncle was a preacher doesn't make you a Christian. Can I, can I tell you that? It doesn't make you saved. And so I begin to talk to the guy. And I begin to just tell him about Jesus, the love of God. I told him about the love of God. And he got saved. He gave his heart to the Lord. Another person got saved. Got, give their heart to the Lord. But, I, but, you know, it was like I had to free myself up in my mind to go be about God's business. And see, God will do that sometimes. He'll, he'll, he'll give you that. He'll give you, he'll give you that into your mind. And you've got to move when those things happen. You, gotta, you hear what I'm saying? You've got to move when those things happen. You, you, you can't wait. You've got to move and act when God tells you to move and act. Because I, t I tell you, you'll miss things in life if you don't move and act when God tells you to move and act. You know, one of the greatest wonders on earth can be found lying dormant in every believer. And that's the mind. That's not my, I can't take that. I love that when I read it today. I was like, because I've been, I've been meditating and getting into this word, but that's something David O.A. Depp said, because I mean, it was like one of the greatest wonders on earth can be found lying dormant in the believer, and that is the mind. And you, you know, that's the thing. You have to exercise your mind. You have to exercise your mind into the things of God. You've got to think. It's why we talk about vision. It's why we come back around and we talk about vision. Two months from now, it's why we come back around and we talk about vision. You guys know, you know, are you starting to see, I mean, some of you guys have been with us a little while. Are you starting to see a little bit of a pattern? There's a reason for that. There's a reason for things being repetitive. It, it, it's, it's to be able to equip the believers. So, you know, guess what we'll do in, in five, six weeks? We'll talk about vision. You know, it's why we come in here and we talk, and we have since, since the beginning. We've talked since the beginning of January. We're talking about 100 strong. Because I want you to get that in your spirit. Because I can't, we can't do it on our own. I want you to get that, you know, that, that, that 100 strong means that we, we, we are 100 strong. The 25 lead, we're, we're approaching that right now by February. But then once we have 25 leaders, you know, guess what those 25 leaders are going to do? They're going to help us grab the 100 strong. So we fulfill that piece of the vision. Amen? But see, you know, that's the thing. It's, it's the mind. I, I want you guys to understand. You know, I love spiritual things. I love prophecy. I love miracles, signs, and wonders. I love salvation. I mean, it's, that's the greatest, right? Salvation is the great For me, it's the greatest miracle. Salvation. See, someone get saved. You know, I, I led a lady to the Lord the other day, hospital. She, was, she didn't look well. You know, they asked they ask her, I said, you, you know, you're saved. And, and uh, in my spirit, I just like, I didn't know. You know, because sometimes you can sense, and you're, yeah, I'm saved. But they don't act saved. You know, someone's laying in a hospital bed. They're getting ready for a procedure or something like that. You, you don't always know. But I was like, you know, it wasn't the fact that I didn't believe she was a Christian, but I felt like the Lord was showing me, just seal this with her. Because, you know, she, she may have five or ten more years. Just seal this with her. Pray with her. Ask her if she wants to pray. And you know what happened? God moved in that situation. Just, you know, and I, and I know, I could sense in my spirit that was ministering to other parts of the family because, you know, this is what family, you know, when you're praying for somebody in a hospital, this is what family's doing this. Like, you know, they're nervous. You know, do I leave? Do I stay? Do I... Well, you know, you know, what do I do? It's just the Holy Spirit. You know, it's just knelt down by the bed. You know, said a real soft prayer. You know, it wasn't, you know, it was just real simple. And she, you know, even at the end, she just grabbed my hand and squeezed my hand. You know, and that, that to me was that moment of like, 
Thank you. She didn't have to say anything else. But I knew what that meant to her. And see, and I'll see her one day in heaven. Amen. Isn't isn't, isn't God good? But I had to be obedient, you know, and, and, that, and that's the thing. Listen, th- listen to this, because, see, that's the thing where God moves, and he begins to speak to our mind. And, you know, and it's like, if, if, you know, even if I wasn't sensitive, I could hardly pray. I couldn't think of the right things to even pray for her healing, because in my, inside of me, I felt like I was there for her salvation. And, you know, I've, I've been here many times, and I've missed it. I've missed it because I felt like, you know, uh, like, well, you know, I don't want to, you know, I get to, I'm not worried about upsetting anybody. You know, if somebody asks me to go to the hospital and pray for somebody, I, I definitely want to make sure we cover salvation. Amen? Amen. It's, it's, it's the most important thing. So, but God, God speaks to, to our mind. You know, uh, you know the soul, the, the, the soul of a man, the mind, the will, the emotions, the, the spirit of man. We pray in the spirit. God communicates with spirit. He is spirit. But our mind, your mind needs to be, refru- needs to be fruitful. Amen? Needs to think about things that are good, things that are noble, things that, things that bring about peace in your life. Your mind needs to be there. Hallelujah. You know, the mind is a gift from God. It's a gift from God. We think about the gifts of God. The mind is a gift from God. Isn't it great that we can think? Isn't it great that, that we, we are given a mind? Uh, that, we, that we can be empowered by the things that God speaks to us? Man, it's... A, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's... I think sometimes, like, we, we, we don't realize how simple God has made this. How simple, like, salvation really is. You know, in Acts chapter 2, if anybody calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Well, we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to we don't want to rub anybody the wrong way. You know, they go to that church. Just because you go to church doesn't mean you're you're saved or you're a Christian. There are people that are in church that have never never prayed or never asked God to come into their life. Is it God's will that all people are saved? Yeah. Everybody. 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 Amen. The mind is a gift from God. And listen, until you plug in, until you plug in, like, we, like I did earlier, until you plug into the right power source, you don't have full access to be empowered by God. Until you plug in, until you get it, gain that access with God, you, you can't be empowered to do everything that you're empowered to do. And that's the one thing that I want you to see tonight, that you need God, that we all need God. This church needs God. You need God in your life to be empowered by God. You can't do it on your own strength. You, you have to, I mean, because you ever try to work something up in your own strength, man, you burn out quick. You burn out quick. You know, you, you labor hard and you push and push and push and you're trying to push God and you're trying to move God. God's not moving. Because you're trying, you know, you, you, know, you, you haven't stopped long enough. To, to, you know, for God to, you know... I'm up here, but you're, I'm still pushing against this wall, and I'm going to knock this wall down. I'm, I'm still up here. When I'm telling you, this is like God wants to free His people. He wants to be able to, to, to send them the things that they need, the, the, the right answers, and he'll, and he'll do that. Just don't push, don't push, don't put, try to push against the wall that 
that can't be tore down. You know, you've got, you've got to seek the help of the Lord. You know, Romans eleven twenty nine 29 says, For the gifts of God's and callings are without repentance. You know, with the power of God, with this power, you can either go to sleep and ignore it, and unfortunately some people do that, or you can take action. You can, you can do something with the power of God, but you've got to establish yourself into a place of, of, of hearing the Word of God. But, and I'm going to tell you this, believing the Word of God. I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm with a bunch of believers tonight that don't believe God. I, you know, and it's like a believers meeting tonight. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm around people that don't believe God. But I'm telling you, it's like the things that He wants to release to, release to you in your mind. The things that He wants you to be free from in your mind. So that you can fulfill the purpose if you're going to be empowered by God, man, you've got to be free in your mind. You under, does, does that make sense tonight? You, you have to be free in your mind to be able to, to be empowered by God. You know, the call of God. You know, I've seen the call of God on people's lives. You know, and some 10 years later, 12 years later, it's not that the call is still not there. They just chose not to answer the call. They, they just, it, it doesn't mean because I, you know, I got, even now I know people that the call of God is upon their life. And I, I could go and look at them and see it. But it's like, are they, are they pursuing the action? You know, it was like the cares of the world, right? Yeah. You know, the parable of the server, you know, it's like the cares of the world. And things just come by, snatch things up. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm building a half a million dollar home, million dollar home and now I've got to work for the rest of my life to take care of this. You know? It's great. I'm not saying I don't have a problem with million-dollar homes. But th that, that call of God, you can still have a million-dollar home and have a, have a call of God on your life. Can, amen? <laughs> you, you can still... God, God doesn't... You know, people think, well, God called you into ministry. He didn't call you into poverty. <laughs> you know, and people make that... They think that's what it is. Well, you know, the call of ministry. You're not going to make money. No, God, didn't, God doesn't call His children into poverty. Amen. He, he doesn't call people. I mean, just he, he doesn't go, well, you know, I can't take that job because, you know, that pastoring job, it only pays $27,000 or $10,000 a year or whatever. You know, I can't do that. You know? Well, God can give you a ministry and give you a job. Amen? Amen. He has me. He's given me a job and ministry. I'm thankful for that. He, you know why? Because I got a mind. You know, that's the key. Go back to what I was saying earlier. I, got, I have a mind. I have a mind that God can work through. He can flow through. He can give me an idea. Lawn care, it was an idea. That was all it was. You know, it went from $87 to $3,000 in eight months, six months. It's a God idea. I, that's God. God does that. You know, those things happen in people's lives. When you set yourself up and you establish yourself with the Lord. Man, I don't have. You know, I think about like what I read earlier about Second Timothy stirring. Before I, I remind you to stir up the gifts of God. You've got to stir things up in your mind. You, you've, got, you've got to have your mind stirred up. 
And I'm not saying that, that you, it's a place of confusion. But, you know, you, 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 as a born-again believer and as a Christian, you've got to stir things up. Just like he was saying, the laying on of hands, the stirring up the gifts of, you know, in people. You have to stir things up in your mind. You know, I'm reminded of the pools of Bethesda. What, but, what is that? Bethesda. Yes, thank you, Zane. The, the pools of Bethesda. When, when the angel, you guys remember the, the, the story where the angel would go and stir up the waters? It, not until the waters were stirred up did people get healed. See, that's the thing with your mind. Not until you stir things up in your mind. Not until you stir things up in your mind do things begin to happen. Because, see, your mind can lay dormant. Your mind can just be, well, you know, and, and, and like I said, you can say, well, I'm just going to go to church. I'm not going to expect anything today. No, I go to church. I, as the pastor, go to church expecting. You know, when I hear Miranda preach, I, I'm expecting. I'm over there taking notes. I'm writing things down. You mean you do? Yeah, I do that. Because I know how important God can, He can deposit one word. He can give me one thing that can alter the course. And then I think about that. And I meditate upon it. I say, no, that word will work. That word. And just like this word empowered. This word got into my spirit. Even as doctor was preaching it. As I listened to it this week. This word got into my spirit. That, you know, that we're going to be empowered Christians. We're going to be empowered Christians. Amen. You're going to be empowered in your life to do, to do great things. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There isn't any problem too big for God. I'm going to tell you, I really believe that. There's, there's nothing, there's no obstacle, there's, there's, there is nothing too big for God. But listen to this, there's nothing too big for you. When they built the Tower of Babel, the, the mind uh, is a powerful weapon. The mind is a powerful thing. God said, look, hey, these people down here, look at what they can do. And they put their minds behind this. They, 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 they can do anything. And see, that's the thing. If you can tap into to God, the power of God that's inside of you, and take that power and move that power up to here, up, up to here, I'm telling you, up, up to here. If you can move that power up to here, you can, you can advance very, very quickly and not wander in a wilderness place, not wander, not wander around and think, well, hey, I, I've missed this or I've missed that. You may have missed a few things, but I'm telling you, you know, get a, when you get alone with God, think. Listen. Expect God to, to, to give you direction. And, you know, and, and when he begins to move in, in, in those things in your mind and he, you know, write those things down. I'm going to do this. I, I'm, I'm going to take these steps. And I'm going to tell you, it may, you know, and it may be the smallest of steps. You know, being empowered to serve. You know, I know Pastor Moran and I, I mean, we can go back and look at our life. And we talked about this the other day and I, we're going to touch base on this. But we can go back and look at our life from the very point that we had young kids trying to go to church. Ooh, <laughs> it wasn't easy. 
It wasn't easy to take three kids to church. Yeah, Jesse, I got a name in from the back row. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's not. But I, but I promise you, and I, I promise both of you, even like you, I promise both of you, as you're faithful, it, you know, look, look right now. I mean, your kids, from where it started, even four or five months ago, even like sitting in a main service, they do it. And they, they're, they're not loud. They don't cry. If something happens, you guys just take them out. But as a result of that, as you're, as you're being faithful, God will reward your faithfulness. But I go back and I look, and I even like, I just reminds me of Jesse and Christine, you know, like when we were young and we had kids and we, we were, you know, we were just trying to get to church. You know, and we, I hated being, I hated being late. You know, even, even for me, like if we showed up at 1035, I hated being late for church. I mean, and honestly, even with three kids, we were out the door and we were 10 minutes early for church. And people would walk in, and it would, I, I, you know, I wasn't such a holy Christian. And I'd be like, oh, I can't believe they're showing up late. I got three kids ready, you know, three car seats loaded up, and, and look at them. They're, the deacons are even walking in late, and I beat them to church, you know. So, you know, it's like, you know, I had that kind of an attitude when I was early saved, you know, uh, saved early on in my life. So, uh, but as you're faithful, you know, as you're faithful, you know, boom, things happen. You know, that was the thing about being empowered to serve. You know, we, we needed it. I can't tell the story because I'm going to let you share that story later as a part of because the one board meeting you stood up in, I'll let you share that later. Because so, it was a really good story. But um, it's, a, it's a part of her sermon. So, But if you're, if you're faithful, even at this level, if you're faithful at this level, and you know you're 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 empowered by God. You just want to do things. And can I tell you though? It's it should be easy. Serving in church should never be hard. We don't make it hard on people. Well, you know, I don't know if I can stand by the door. How hard is it to stand by a door? How how hard is it to shake someone's hand? These things aren't hard. I'm not trying to make fun of things, but like. Well, you know, I just don't know if I can be a greeter. How hard is it to be a greeter? It's not hard. And I'm thankful, you know, everybody in here is serving, so I'm, I'm thankful for that. But, you, you know, as you're empowered by the Holy Spirit, I mean, God will, He, he will make a, a, a clear plan for you. Amen? And He'll make a clear a clear path where things just begin to make sense. And please understand me tonight. This is one thing. Your mind, it, 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 you know, it can be such a great weapon. It, it can be such a great tool that you're given. Use it. You've got to exercise your mind. When I say exercise your mind, what kind of books are you reading? Yeah, I'm talking about reading. What, what do you read? What do you allow to come into your mind? You know, business? I read business books. I'm, I'm reading one now. I'm, I'm just... Gradually, I you know I'm reading a couple books. I'm, I'm I'm putting that into my spirit. I'm exercising my mind. I'm learning these things, and then as God speaks and He shows me, you know I'm going to be faithful to do to to carry out this next phase, this next step. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Why don't you guys go ahead and stand tonight?
it was E.W. Kenyon that said, um, and I love Africans, they just are pretty straightforward. He said, make your brain work. It will sweat, like your brain will sweat, like, you know, like physical work, like sweat, but it will improve. It will become the envy of people around you. That's, and then I read that and I was like, that's a good, that's good. Make your brain work, it's going to sweat. Make your brain work, it's going it's to sweat a little bit. It's like physical work. I don't go out, I don't go out and run a weed eater. I don't want to sweat. It's like I was going to the gym with Gracia the other day. Well, I just don't sweat, Dad. I'm like, she's on a treadmill for 30 minutes yesterday, 25 minutes, and she come down, and she had perspiration on her. On her. And I looked at her and said, you're sweating. She's like, I know. You know, she's just like, you know, I just don't sweat. I'm like, honey, that's why it's a workout. You go to the gym to get a workout. You know, you know, you, you, that's why you go to the gym. I don't go to, I want to sweat as much as I can because I got some stuff I got to lose, right? I, that's why I want to go to the gym. I want to lose that. But work your brain. Work your brain. Make your brain work. And you know, listen, people, when, when it, it, they'll see it on your life, and that's the thing. That's the thing about as a believer. When you walk into a room, can I tell you, can, I'm going to throw one more thing at you. When you walk into a room, people should know there's something different about you. I look different. I smell different. I'm, I'm serious. You, you think I'm joking. I can smell a demon. You, you can. I, I mean, you, you can walk in sometimes to an area and you can smell. You can smell the, an evil thing. I'm, you know, you can just, there's, there's, a, there's a smell sometimes that, that those things put off. Demons. Not people. I'm not talking about people, but I'm talking about actual demons. But, but you, you should smell different. You should look different. You should carry yourself different. And that's the confidence not in you. It's the confidence in Jesus Christ that you have. And, you know, when you, when you carry that, man, you shine bright for him. Yeah. Peter, on the day of Pentecost, don't tell me that, I mean, you know, here was a man that denied Jesus three times. Yeah. And a little girl, there he is. And that's not me. He got called out by a little girl and he ran. <laughs> but on the day of Pentecost was filled with the Holy Ghost and he was empowered by God. He used his mind. He used what God gave him. He used the word of God. You, you hear that? He used his mind. He used the word of God to win at every level. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You guys ready to be empowered by the Lord? Yes. Amen. Let me bless you tonight. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this congregation. Lord, I pray that, God, that you would empower every person. Lord, to walk at greater levels. Lord, that you would empower every believer here tonight. Lord, to carry, Lord, the, uh, the fire of God. To carry, Father, the, 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 that, that which is just stirred up in them. The gifts of the Spirit. Lord, that they would carry. They would carry. Lord, the, the Holy Spirit. At greater levels, Lord, in 2020. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that, you, that, you would, that even right now, that you would empower every believer, Lord, even this week, to greater levels in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, we thank you. We give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor in Jesus' name. Amen.